when we practice the adventures of super stretch and we work with kids, we're, our postures are focused specific exercises, but they don't only make us strong and supple, they help to remove impurities from our bodies. And by practicing the postures, our bodies, circulation, respiration, digestion, and elimination are all improved. But what's really interesting is that we're also working on um, concentration, memory, willpower. And with this calm that we're creating, we're tapping into a lot of really interesting things for kids. So we're going to spend some time talking about what happens uh, with kids and why we do yoga and how it's really positive coping strategies, because that's really what we're doing. We're not, we're not doing so much per se, like we're moving, but then we're talking about the subtle body, the chakras, the nadis, and then through this alignment and movement practice, there's some really cool stuff that's happening. So on page 44, it kind of talks about how you can set up the classes for each kid where you're planting the seed, where you're um, kind of, for little kids, you're just doing interactive tools, mirroring poses, um, making noises and animal stuff. And that would be like your taught classes or your pre-K, where you're not really going to go deeper into kind of the stuff that we're going to talk about in this segment. But the, where you're like five to eight years old and it's taking root, now the parent is almost out of the room. You can offer camps. You can do this in schools. You're holding things maybe because they have a tension span of 30 to 60 minutes. So it's the mula, it's the taking root. And you might even bring in food or snack if you're working at a facility where they serve food and they know what the kid's stuff is or they take in their snacks. This is more where you can do partner things or more interactive things. And maybe um, where as you're making noise in the poses, you also start engaging more silent activities like the dolphin breathing or the um, working with the Kleenex. And then as you start getting up into those older years and the kids are starting to get their little girls maybe have their periods, their boys' voices are starting to crack and the world is happening fast, then you might need to start a more of a specific um, set sequence where you start working on a set sequence with these teens and tweens and you don't really move away from those set sequences until they get that one down pat. So you have a specific thing that you're teaching them. And then when they start sprouting leaves, if the kids are comfortable, I like to say, have, take your kid to yoga. If it's not a hot room and you don't feel like they're gonna exacerbate their endocrine system and they're strong and feel really confident, they're, um, you know, uh, able to do a one-hour practice and do all that interpersonal dynamics and peace-building skills. So if you are teaching maybe a teen class or a tween class, you're going to set a specific system. You might focus just like on the outline of a super-stretch class, a specific breathing, a word for the day, and maybe you're going to create space for journaling so that they can become better global citizens and do something interesting. We do work, live in an interesting time where there's a lot of like um, social media and things going on. So maybe as you do this, that they start maybe making their own IG posts or YouTube videos if they are in social media. 
and really tie in something that's proactive, teaching them through this citizenship, this radical form of compassion isn't just about the physical practice. But what's interesting about these different age ranges and different age groups is that we're incorporating through all of it breathing practices. Did you know that the average attention span for kids for K through two, second grade, is five to seven minutes? I think everybody's kind of stuck there. Because of social media, we're turning all into these Vata personalities. Um, three to seven, you have a, a third to seven grade, you have about an eight to 12 minute span of attention. And then eight to 12 years, uh, like high school students, maybe if you're lucky, you have a 15 minute attention span. I have a 13 year old nephew, two minutes. Yeah, K to, K to second grade, five to seven minutes, three to seven grade, eight to 12 minutes, eight to 12, about 12 to 15 minutes for high school. Just have a quick question. Yeah. Yeah, keeping it real, keeping a um, habitual practice like a, you know, a set sequence. So set sequence, like say for four to six weeks, but maybe have something where they're adding a little bit. Yeah, like maybe do an interesting like crow, make them do a challenging pose, add something in that's going to pique their interest, but still have a set practice. (laughs) The reason I bring up the attention span and all this stuff is because. ADD, ADHD, um, there's a doctor named Dr. Hallowell. When you are, um, they say that 30 to 40% of your um, traits disappear during puberty, and if not, that um, disorder becomes a characteristic trait that you don't get rid of. So when we're teaching all of this stuff, we're helping get rid of and we're creating positive coping strategies for stress. So I gave you a stapled handout of all kinds of ways to nourish connections, focus awareness, and different practices and books and ways to help um, do sequences to treat certain issues, whether it's stress, depression, anxiety, ADD, ADHD, uh, lethargy. Any coping strategy for sleep disorder, stomach disorders, those are all in that extra handout. But all of these strategies come from breath work, proper alignment, and um, really focusing on being present. In your manual, there's all of these articles about yoga, ADD, ADHD, how to quiet the mind and give yourself more um, body spatial awareness practices that help you tune in so that these sensory processing disorders can be um, kind of uh, tuned into. What you're really teaching is because there's a brain-body connection, your central nervous system regulates functioning organs. And if your mind goes there, it's a, you know, a saying in yoga, our body reacts as if it is so. So if you teach your downstairs brain behavior interventions, 
That'll activate the parasympathetic nervous system. Then you're actually giving yourself grounding practices to strengthen positive and positively um, educate your body. So it's almost like you're teaching kids tools that are habitual that gives you their own internal life coach, right? Where you become more aware. That makes one happy, right? Oh yeah, all this stuff that we're working with kids is the same thing that you can do with adults because kids are big souls and little bodies and adults are still little kids just with bigger bodies. 